Thank you for joining us today for our uh, new podcast. Today we will be discussing the greatest song in the history of history. And for that, today we have our special guest, Stephen Hashke. Uh, before we introduce him, we are going to shoot it over to Joe Schumann for a quick sports update. Thanks, Matt. Um, as far as our Kobe 6 intramural teams, um, our softball team is doing great. We had a perfect season. Um, and our soccer team actually lost our first game right. in playoff history. And as far as baseball teams go, uh, Tampa Bay Rays, three-game losing streak, um, as, as opposed to the Twins, who are on a five-game winning streak. Wow. Um, the Cubs, they're doing pretty mediocre. They're in second place. And the Marlins are in first place in the other division. Matt, back to you. That was all off the top of the head from Joe Schumann. What a mind this guy has. Uh, Pete, you look like you're in agony with that Tampa Ray. Rays are doing great. Let's go, guys. Let's <laughs> keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> Anywho. Not the losing stuff. Anywho. Please. Stephen Hashke's with us today. He is a connoisseur of music, musical tastes, if you will. And you will, right? Yes, I will. I will. Okay. Definitely. Yes. I will. Great. Yes. Uh, Stephen has a broad knowledge of what music sounds like. Um, he's a flautist. And he plays we, the flute, in other words. Thank you, Joe, for clarifying that for those who don't know what a flautist is. And Stephen will be sharing some insights. He was born in Wheaton, Wheaton Illinois, Wheaton. and uh, he currently Wheaton. resides in Chicago, where we are at the Moody Bible Institute. Uh, so, we'll get right into it. So, we have a few guys here today. Preston Stell's up first. He's going to tell us what his what his selection of the greatest song in the history of history is. And so, Steve, Steve, I'm sorry, Steve will be deciding the yes. musicality of each song to help us determine which is the greatest song in the history of history. Yes. Since this is completely subjective, um, I chose Mika, Big Girl, in parentheses, You Are Beautiful. We're going <laughs> to play a clip from each of these songs uh, so you get a little taste of what we're So doing listen here. up, because it's something everyone needs to hear. You take your girl And one more part that I'm He's gonna going to play here for you. It's just probably the edited version. <laughs> Gotta get to the chorus. I chose that song because he is celebrating big girls. <laughs> wow. wow. And uh, to be perfectly honest, I think um, big girls are beautiful, and that's something everyone should recognize. Uh, and I think it's something that people don't often recognize. One thing that I would uh, critique him on is his um, universal call to have everyone go down to the butterfly lounge and find themselves a big lady. Um, <laughs> I, w I, I wouldn't suggest that, but that's my only critique of the song. Isn't that like the basis of I'm what sure, that song is? I'm no. sure Steve might have a few more critiques of that song. Or not. Or not. As we speak, Stephen Hashke's making mental notes of all of these songs. Greg Fulner's up next. What? Is, on, wait, is he, let's, let's right get him away. critique it. You want to go right, okay, one yeah, at a time? Right Just right okay. here, so he doesn't forget. Steve, right off the top of your head, what do you feel about Mika Big Girl? 
Don't use all your great vocabulary for <laughs> no, this one do. because because we have more no, to come. Unload on this song, please. <laughs> no, it's catchy. It serves its purpose. It's refreshing in that it does not perpetuate the uh, really, really circumscribed notions of body images that um, women are beset with nowadays. At the same time, in some ways, the lyrics, based on my limited understanding of them, <laughs> uh, do reflect, once again, our sex-obsessed society. As does the little bit that I saw of the video itself. <laughs> what do you? What do you? I've think? never seen the video for the record. That was the first I've ever seen of the video. Preston, how many times a day do you watch the Miko <laughs> video? Zero. Zero. Okay. What do you? What do you? What do you think about the attention it draws to big women? I mean, that's the Ooh. title of the song. You better watch yourself too. Big women are listening, maybe. <laughs> I don't think that Too it's much. especially good or bad. I, I mean, if you want commentary on rampant obesity in our country <laughs> or <laughs> insecurity based on body image, yeah, I mean, it calls both to mind. But okay. Present. Good for Mika. For stars out of five. In terms of what? No, we musical don't. value. Um, musical perfection. value. Pure perfection. musical value. One point five. One point five stars. Greg is up next. I don't know how I'm gonna follow up with that one, but um, this is Sufjan Stevens. Put the lights on the tree. Oh my goodness! It's a Christmas song that I found. Uh, I love Christmas. Christmas. The representation for JC right at the end there. Mm -hmm. Representation. JC. Steve, initial gut reaction. I like Sufjan Stevens. Okay. I've good. heard of him before. I own one of his CDs. Mm, it's nice bad. when pop artists actually talk correctly about Christmas. And it was, I mean, I, until I heard that last line, I wouldn't have guessed that he would. I don't know his faith all that well, but I, I do. I appreciate that. Musicality level. Value. Value. It's hard. I mean, it's it's these this kind of music isn't marketed based on any kind of aesthetic value. It doesn't exist for that reason. Again, music musicality. Would value. you rather take a cold shower or listen to that song twice? Yeah, I just worked back out. Back. <laughs> in, in the dead of winter. Give it a give it a stars. You cold, gave me one point. Would you rather winter. cut your tongue with paper or listen to that song? Listen to this song. So it's better so than like, Mika, basically. What? Is what <laughs> we have to be draw some comparisons between these songs. I would say yes, definitely it is better okay, than Mika. So Preston yeah. is in the losing department right. already. What's your <laughs> point about what's the, what are you at? One stars. to five. Stars, stars one to five. Two. Two. Okay. Oh, better ours. way better than Mika. <laughs> half a half is their better. Half a star on Up next is Joe Schumann. Alright, my song is The Bohemian Rhapsody by Ooh, Queen. Wow, a classic. Here we go. Guys and see, I'm 
the end where it's markedly different than the beginning. Here we go. Wow. Yep, there it is. Congratulations. I like that because it's a very emotional song very by emotional. Queen. A lot of passion, sweet guitar solos. No big women. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Preston. Hey, for what about fat bottom girls? <laughs> no big women. Uh, However, Freddie Mercury was in this video. That's true. And you know, I want to point out, Joe, a uh, quick fact about the song. This is not my song, by the way. Freddie recorded every vocal in that song. Didn't Every it? harmony he recorded, there's probably, I think I heard there's 50 overlaid tracks on that. Wow. Steven, what do you think? The expert. Kills me that you're calling me that. I, <laughs> I don't believe I deserve it. Humble, humble too. Humble, okay. too. Oh, oh, humble expert. Oh. Humble expert. <laughs> I mean, I think Queen is much to my discredit, but the first thing that comes to mind is their perpetuation of the gay agenda. And based on... Very you true. just stick to the song, though. Song. My, well, I, you can't isolate it from that. Freddie Mercury I'm... was dancing around on the screen in a leather jumpsuit. Tight leather jumpsuit. Yes. So we can't That's separate between... That said, it, does nothing, it says nothing against the innovative harmony used. It says nothing against the impressive musical prowess, both of the singers and musical. of the guitarists. Was... You hear solos, especially in the middle of a piece that betray a great deal of studied technique. And I appreciate that. That's the focus of my practice and of my endeavor towards improvement as a flautist. Um, if they had an opening in Queen in the mid-80s for an electric flautist, would you have joined the group? What's an electric flute? <laughs> Just go with it. I don't know. A flute that plugs into an amp. With distortion. With, with distortion. distortion. With distortion. So you would play all those notes, but it'd be like ringing with like intensity, passion. You know, I might jump at it if it meant a chance to share the gospel with him, but not based on any like desire to fulfill my own aesthetic. Evangelist. Goals. Humble and godly. Evangelist. Humble and godly. Star. Stars. Stars. Gold stars. Okay, well, it's three my turn. Three and a half. Yes. Wow, three, three and a half. Green is pretty solid. Wow. One and a half more than, than mine. Okay, uh, this is Matt Vent. Uh, I'm coming up with a song. Just to say, Joe had a great song. That was number two on my list. Um, but I thought next to that would be Glenn Campbell, Like a Rhinestone Cowboy. Mm. Yes. That song holds a special place in my heart. Um, I know Glenn Campbell, uh, in his earlier days, I used to be not such a good guy, but I, I did know that he did uh, become a Christian later on in his life. 
And uh, is that a fact? As a fact, wow. I'm not lying about cowboy that. Cowboy Christian. He's a rhinestone cowboy Christian. So that song, <laughs> it holds a special place in my heart. I'm sorry, guys. Steve got reaction to rhinestone cowboy by Glenn Campbell. You know, sanctified or not, I just don't like country music. Oh. <laughs> oh. Is rhinestone that's, cowboy? That says nothing against him. I don't doubt his faith or the solidity of it. Steve, if we, were, country, but if we were going for the worst songs in the history of history, how many gold stars would that get? I mean, it's not that bad. I don't. This doesn't come to mind when I think of the worst songs ever written. I mean, we've got 500 years of music that we're ignoring. Mm, very true. But so how I many? Just, how I, many actual gold stars would you give? Ryan, I, I, I can't. I don't like country. I'm one. Wow. Yes! Wow! Yes! Wow. Okay, so let's... Mika let's, is uh, no longer bottom-dwelling. Peter Stowe and Cypher's up next. All right, here we go. This is uh, Sandstorm by Darude. I'm going to let the song speak for itself. doing hip thrusts during oh, that. Wow. <laughs> Matt, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw it. it. I saw it too. Thank you. I didn't see it. Uh, I don't have anything to say uh, so other than Storm. the history of histories. Steve. That's a great song. <laughs> oh, and Rhinestone Cowboy got a one. I don't know. Because <sighs> you called Rhinestone Cowboy denomination, man. No, I just... I mean, music is supposed to arouse a reaction in you. This one arouses the reaction of, I hear this and I want to dance, and that's important, and that's, that's precisely the same reason that Bach wrote his music. And that want people the, to dance? the composers of the Baroque era that focused on the dance wrote their music for the exact same reason. Interesting. So, musical value. That's about a three. So that is tied with Bohemian Rhapsody. No, no. Bohemian Rhapsody is 3.5. Wow. Yes! Wow. So recapping, uh, Rhinestone Cowboys wow. a 1. Mika is a Mika 1. Big Girls, 1. 1.5. Um, the Christmas Sufjan song is a 2. 2. Sandstorm, Sandstorm. 3. <clears throat> 3. And Bohemian Rhapsody, 3.5. Oh, so Joseph yeah. comes up with the highest total, but... We are waiting for the greatest song in the history of history from the connoisseur Stephen himself. Please, Stephen, enlighten us with a song. This is the fourth movement of Brahms' fourth symphony. Ooh. And it's, you, you can't credibly argue that it's holy or that people will get saved when they listen to it. Like Matt tried to do before. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to it's sell it hard, man. just a masterpiece. This is right before one of the most important flute solos in all of the orchestral literature, so we'll just listen through it.
that, I gotta say, touched my heart. That dude was into it. Whoever was playing that, he was into it. That actually, that reminded me a lot of Sandstorm. <laughs> if if Darude was composing at the time of Brahms, I feel like they would have been really good friends. <laughs> that was my knee-jerk reaction, but anybody else feedback? If, if George, if Glenn Campbell were... I'm gonna call him George Strait. If Glenn Campbell <laughs> were not, not busy riding his horse, <laughs> I'm sure he would be near like that. that orchestra. I actually heard a lot way. of Bohemian Rhapsody in that song. <laughs> wow. I heard none of Big Girls <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> but in spirit, like we said earlier, you might have liked Big Girls, the guy that um, composed that piece. Um, you did Brahms like Big Girls? He did not. Wait, how do you know? He didn't. Are you sure? He had an affair with a very, very tiny woman. But was he married to a big girl? No, he never married. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> well, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you've heard the greatest song in the history of history from Stephen Hashke himself. It was the best song in the world. It was the best song. And uh, so we appreciate your kind attention for this podcast. We hope we have enlightened you in some way to pursue musical excellence and to... Uh, Broaden your range of what you think uh, music is. Closing words. Stephen, would you offer us a few closing words on this podcast? You seem like you would have the right things to say. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, a lot of what I'm what I've said in the past few minutes is is admittedly very biased. It's based on my upbringing, my preconceived preferences. I I don't have any indulgence in the belief that classical music is inherently godly. I mean, if you want sufficient proof of that. Most of the performers of the 20th century who were the best are now in hell. Mm. Um, I just I hear music like this, and I hear I hear the voice of God, but that's I can't project that on anyone else because I can't defend it scripturally. Okay. Wise words from a wise man. Humble, humble man too. Humble man, humble, godly, and Evangelist. single, Evangelist. and single. Um,